Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now onto the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynn Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's episode of Under the Noise with me, Wynn Morgan, and my amazing co-host, Kate Roberts. Hello, Kate. Hi, Wynn. Hey, nice to see you. Good to see you. So this was my idea for this week's episode, and I'm as surprised as you are. I thought you might be waiting on a... Applause. Do you want me to applaud? No. You sure? No, I'm okay. okay. No, there's no need. Could if you want. Yeah. Sound effect. Ah, yeah. Go on then, just to see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, win. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So. A drum yeah. roll. Drum roll. Yeah. Now it's going to seem like it's a really, really cool thing, and. It's well, an amazing maybe it'll be topic. disappointing. Yeah, I'm I think super, it's a great topic. I'm super excited about this. I am too. I am too. So this was inspired by a story I heard a few weeks ago. Um, before I go into the story, what this really is an example of is what what is sometimes called a butterfly effect, where something happens and then it has implications that are unknowable to people who are unknown in places that we've probably never been. So it's the butterfly effect of really cool things rippling out in the world. So here's the the story. A while ago, um, we had a guest in our podcast, Jason. And it's about a year ago now, I think. And Jason said something that I had to go back and listen to this because someone pointed it out to me. I was trying to save my face when I needed to save my ass. I've said that in the British way with a slight profanity just for you, Kate, because <laughs> I knew you'd enjoy that bit. Um, effectively, what well, this was an example of that we can so easily be looking to save our um, the perception, the face we have egoically that we forget the bigger thing that is worthwhile paying attention to. So protecting our image as opposed to protecting our lives. So that, um, that podcast episode, a friend of mine who's also been a guest with us over the years, one of the early guests that we had, heard that and went, oh my Lord, I've been doing that my entire life. 
protecting my face when in fact what what needed to be paid attention to was my core and i and i can't save my ass while i'm saving my face well this person then shared that in a group uh that she's in and the person who runs that group heard it and went wow that's kind of profound i did that recently with something pretty big in my life and then did a video blog about it. And as a result of that video blog, somebody else who I've never heard the name of had an amazing insight about their life. Now, my friend's telling me all of this, right? And I'm going, wow, isn't this cool? And I'm going to like take it somewhere in the moment so we can wheel it back from this person that I don't know who they are having this amazing insight that's changed their life to this other person then having the video blog and sharing in a very heartfelt way what this person saw, to then my friend seeing this, to something that she heard that Jason said. Jason, she is, this was, by the way. And, and how did that happen? Because we invited Jason to come to the podcast. How did that happen is because you had an idea to do a podcast. How did that happen? So I love the up and down of all of that to go back to the, to the result of it, how it plays out as well as then the origin. I mean, cause the origin we could go back to, well, before you and I first ever met online to anything that might've happened in each of our lives that made it possible that we'd be having a podcast to then have this guest, Jason, to then Jason to say this, for this to be heard by someone to then have a life-changing insight. And I love to just notice how many amazing, wonderful, loving ripple effects this conversation can have, or even more profoundly, how far love goes. It reminds me of an evening I had at my favorite whiskey bar, which will be in a blog soon, but the highlights this. I was, um, the guy who runs this whiskey bar said, oh, I know the one for you. After saying, yeah, not this one, not this one, not this one. Oh, come on. Okay. He went, okay, this one. So he poured me a measure of this whiskey. And I, before I taste it, I always take a really good deep sniff. And I was instantly transported back to, um, me being a child with my grandfather and amazing happy memories. And it was, it was as, as if he was there with me on this Thursday night in London in 2023 when he died in 1981. And all I had was this amazing memory of, of him kind of like being with me there and then. I wasn't drunk, by the way, in case you're thinking. But how wonderful it was the love this man showed me for the first 10 years of my life until he died very young. He died at 65, which feels very young now. And how that's been carrying me so often in the 42 years since he passed without me knowing it. And how every act of love I show and might come from is that place. How 
that can be unknowingly healing to people. I'll never know, never know. And we'll never meet. And it'll work in ways that I can't imagine. You know, so sometimes we wonder, maybe separately, and I know we've said, we've mentioned it between you and I, do we want to keep doing this podcast? Like if it was just for fun, yeah. And for something like that, hell yeah. So that was the inspiration behind today's conversation. A couple of thoughts while you were introducing that. The first one was that I was reading in a book and it was talking about how like to give good insight. Mm. And when we have these insights in our lives and are willing to openly share them, it's part of this circle of receiving and giving this gift. Like if we are open to listen and have insights that then create maybe a deeper understanding and then are willing to share that, that it's giving a gift to others that you received. Mm. And then it kind of from there took it to how when we share these insights that come from divine intelligence, right? That we all have access to, that we all have inside of it. It's like that sometimes by sharing them with the people that are open and ready for that, get to see the divine intelligence inside themselves. So it's by sharing that that you see that then they get to see that they have that as well. Because if they didn't have that, it would mean nothing what you said. Yeah. Right? So it confirms that they too have that access. And so it's like when you talk about the things that wisdom has shown you, you're actually pointing people back to their own. Mm. I think it said in the book, it's that you're giving people back to themselves. Like they get to remember who they really are. You know, and it's not just insight, it's it's almost like about something that's true, specific for themselves. Not because they just believe you. Yeah. Because they know it somehow. They know what truth sounds like inside them. And the other thing that occurred to me is, and I, I know I've quoted this on a previous episode, but when we had Claire Sheets on, I had told her how I listened to this thing that she had put out there in the world, right? And I wrote it in my journal and I retyped it and it meant so much to me. And she's like, you know, I love hearing that because all we're ever doing is putting things out in the void. And I love that, even though the void is is so full. You know, when we put things out there and we don't know where they're going to land, 
And life takes what we are willing to put out there. So the people that are ready to hear it, the people that it might mean something to, that there are no accidents. And I do love hearing stories like yours because it does confirm that life will get, will bring us what we need when we need to hear it. And the words that we need to hear it. And it, I think it has an easier time of it when we have less noise, yeah. less going on. It just makes life, it's like, I think it, how do you say it? Like it greases the wheel, I guess, because it allows more in. And yeah. Not that it can't when it's noisy, but I love that. I don't, I don't have to do that job. I can create things and put it out there into the void. But beyond that, something else is moderating. Mm. Takes over for me. Almost like, you know, Jason, anything that you want to say. What do they, I mean, like carrier pigeons? They're like little messages that you just let go of. Mm. You know? You share it in the best way that you can, in the way that you know how. And, and then you let go of it in this way that just trusting that it's finding the person who needs to hear it. Feel you know, just like we recently talked about that I that I heard Dick and one of our previous guests because that we talk about a little bit only four percent in the universe that we can see or hear only four percent and there is something beyond what we can do what we can say. You were the part, there was a phrase that you said a few times in there, into the void. The one thing the void is full of is potential. Pure potential. Pure potential, infinite potential. Anything can occur. Don't know what, where, when. Yet the potential is there. So who knew that a, I don't know how much of a throwaway statement it was when that was said in that episode. But it didn't strike me at the time like that would life be life-changing for anyone. And <laughs> lo and behold, it was. So we can't even know the form ahead of time. And it's just nice to know that, it's, isn't it cool to be, I don't know, today, went to the grocery store and it, it's got kind of a, a lot cooler and more breezy here in the last 24 hours than it's been for a bit. And as I was leaving the grocery store, there's an ATM, a cash point machine outside the store. And there was this old guy getting his money out and um, a breeze caught the money. So there's all these notes flying all over the place. And he grabbed 
most of them, all but one. One kind of like, like flowing away. And well, I, I grabbed it and I took it back to him and I said, well, this is the one that almost got away. Didn't occur that, you know, for me to keep it or to do anything other than uh, take it back to the guy. And I have no idea if he knew. No idea. It didn't matter. But as I was walking back to the car, it, the potential of his appreciation playing out in some way, somewhere else, either in the next hour or the next day or somewhere down the line, with that little bit of humanity, I wouldn't even go as far as call it kindness. It didn't even occur to me that it was kind. It didn't occur for me to do anything else other than that, right? Decency. How that multiplies, plays out. Because I think it's very easy in this life and in this world these days to see the darkness. To see that, you know, this person drew a knife, then that person then drew a gun. And what were some crosswords became a war. I think it's very easy to be kind of like, I don't know, taken over by that. But I don't want that to happen. I do not want that to be what my life is about. I'll get freaked out as much as anyone else will by a, a sad story. And yet I'd rather see how good also plays out. It doesn't sell newspapers. It might not get views on, on TV and therefore that, you know, graces the wheel of that commercial entity. But geez, isn't it great to see them in any way we can? And how that seems to me to be far more intrinsically built into us than the opposite. Yeah, we get lost along the way that, you know, because of how much we love our children compared to a stranger's children, and then we'll build a wall and we'll make a separation up. Still at the core of it all, it's a really good intent. Can sometimes, yeah, as I said, get lost, but still. I'd rather see that here and be a part of that and honor that, notice that more than in the other way. I'm sure I'll speak on this more as it comes suddenly, but really cool. And it was talking about how we came here and experienced ourselves, right? Who we really are. The deeper part of the connect. But for the most part, we experience ourselves through other people. We choose to do this, right? So we're experiencing ourselves through our relationships with other people or through money or we experience ourselves through, you know, and this could be good or bad. It's just how we're kind of choosing to experience who we really are. But at some point, when we really start to see how things work, we'll choose to experience ourselves through this deeper part of us and then create out in the world, right? Mm. But at some point, it won't make sense anymore to experience ourselves 
of things outside of us. It's more like in, inside out, right? Yeah. So that when, say, we are putting something out in the world, sharing our insight, and it may look like that our feedback from that is coming from views or likes or feedback from people. There's something at play we can't see starting to turn with that deeper part of me. I'm able to do that and create things in the world and put it out there with this face that it's we'll find someone on some day, maybe years from now. Like almost like came from the life inside, like the deeper part of us, and then we give it back to life to take it out. And that's when I start to get a sense of that, if I'm able to get a sense of it. So much more powerful than all the this big picture that's all that's ever being done right <laughs> too far oh, too far out there man like Ooh. no but that's the only thing that can exist is that there can't be anything separate because we didn't create ourselves right so whatever gets created gets created the I that thinks it's involved or the I thinks that did it well a minute no I'm a cog in the wheel. An important cog in the wheel, because without the form of it, right, then the form doesn't get made. But still, the big picture is, that's all that's ever happening. We're created, and then there's things that get created. There are things that don't come into form and things that do, including us. We're no separate from that. Which goes back to the point of when we rewind that story that I started off in the introduction with today, rewind it. I mean, where do we go? The asteroid 65 million years ago that finished the dinosaurs that our ancient ancestor species could therefore exist and flourish? Because, you know, because that had a lot to say with the fact that that episode happened. That had as much as you or I had. Another, you know, little bit of another cog in the machine of an unknowable start and another, an unknowable end of just things coming into form for a bit. And I go back to where they were, back to the formless, back to the, you know, the void, the void that you talked about that's formless, but just potential. Just potential in inverted commas. She's got nothing other than infinite potential going on, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That's all. So too far out there? Heck no. (laughs) That's all is going on. But and in our amazingly sophisticated brains, it looks like no, it's different. I get to make up that I think I'm separate. I get to make up that I think I'm this and that. 
I don't know, all that stuff. Less than and more than and can't be just the same. One temporary form with this little bit of consciousness that makes this corner of the universe aware of its own existence. That blows my mind every time when I think that at least once a day without me trying to think, because it's just one of those points that you said earlier on about oh, we can feel truth, it's resonance, the resonance of truth. And that one for me was just like, of course. So therefore it ripples out into, into my experience of being here. I feel, I feel deep gratitude for having been a part of anything that might take someone deeper into their own truth. Feel its value for myself. Mm. I feel appreciation to be a part of that for me, for any reason. Thank you, Kate. You've been listening to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts and I'm here with Wayne Morgan. Our episode part two of Unrational Residue Coincidences will be showing up soon. So if you haven't emailed us any of your experiences, any of your coincidences, or just cool, cool stuff that happens, um, feel free to email us over any topic. We'd love for us to explore on the show. Our details follow the podcast. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.